Seven Lamb presents Paralyzed. Chapter 12 At Sea Part 3 Michelle, you didn't see his eyes. He's legitimately upset. I've never seen him this bad. Why did he come on this cruise then? It was already planned. I don't know. I told him we didn't have to. But he actually said he was feeling better yesterday, so I thought things were good. Well, him sitting in the room the whole time won't help. He wouldn't be alone. So what? You skip dinner? The bar? Catch a can whale watching? I don't know. I stood behind Michelle, who checked herself in the full-length mirror. She was wearing her sparkling dress. Hmm. Is this too much? For you? Yes. Mm, I thought so. Roger liked it, so... That should have been a clue. I just think maybe Shane and I should stay in tonight. Get a good night's sleep. The dude's having nightmares and you want to (laughs) sleep? No. Come to dinner... Then we'll go to that nightclub, we'll get some drinks, and he can drink his problems away. He's not a heavy drinker. Well, maybe it's time he starts. You don't take this seriously, do you? She spun around and grabbed me by the shoulders. I do, Erica. You guys want to skip dinner and go to sleep? Fine. But I don't think that's going to help. And you guys just can't sit in the room the whole cruise. I don't know what to do. She pushed past me and went to her suitcase. Did he say what it was? Was actually bothering him? Did he actually talk to you? He did. And? And I don't think I should repeat it. But I'm your fucking best friend. Uh, If it wasn't for me, he probably would have never told you. I helped your ass. How? We hid in the bar while Roger kept watch. My idea. I actually think Roger was right about him being embarrassed. That's why I think I shouldn't say anything. Fine, whatever. Michelle continued to dig in her suitcase. Ugh, where the hell is my other bra? This one's fucking killing me. The price I pay for being sexy. She pulled down her dress and ripped off her bra. If this thing wasn't so expensive, I would have thrown it out already. Fucking thing digs into the bottom of my tits. She stood there topless a moment, rubbing the underneath of her breasts. She lifted her breast and showed a long red indented line curving underneath. Look at that. Just get rid of that bra. But it was expensive, and it makes my tits look fucking perky. She pushed her breasts together and admired them in the mirror a moment before going back to her bag. I walked over to the bed and sat. There we go. Michelle pulled another bra out and slid it on. Huh. Are my tits getting bigger or am I just getting fat? (laughs) You are not gaining weight. She pushed her belly out and held it with both hands. No? Maybe you're pregnant. Don't even joke about that. I smiled and got up. I began pacing again. I kept picturing Shane's face after he showed me the videotape. He seemed so confused, so lost. Hey, Roger's with Shane right now. Okay, maybe he can calm him down with some stupid superhero talk or something. Yeah. I think we should all keep hanging out. Take his mind off things. All I could do was give an unsure nod. 
See, thing is, Hawkeye was a bad guy for the first half. I guess he works for the story they were trying to tell, but it felt weird. Here's a hero who hasn't had a standalone movie yet, and the first time he's given more... Roger was already dressed in his green dress shirt and slacks. He was now fixing up his tie, trying to get it the right length. I guess I'm just nitpicking, though. That last battle was the shit. It was just so awesome to see all those superheroes fighting together, the culmination of the standalone films, and it actually having a decent payoff. It's great. You liked it, right? Right? Roger, can I ask you a question? About the Avengers? No, no. Did uh, Michelle and Erica send you over here to keep me company? No. Really? I told Erica I was going to go. I mean, they were getting ready and said I should see what you were up to. I don't think they wanted you to be alone. Oh. I don't mind. They get ready there, we get ready here. <laughs> it's like a school dance. <laughs> sure. Well, we got to get ready and pick up our dates. I finished putting on my dress shoes and stood up to look at myself in the mirror. Hey, you don't have to tell me what's wrong either. What? I... I know you aren't feeling good, but you don't have to tell me why. I really am just hanging out. Well, I'm sure Erica already said some stuff. Only that you were having nightmares. That's it? Yeah. That's the gist. It's really bad, huh? I didn't really want to talk about it, and I think... I think Roger got the hint when he saw my face in the mirror. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean... It's okay. I grabbed my comb from my bag and fixed up my hair. Are you really okay? I turned around to see Roger with his head cocked, giving me a concerned look. Yes. Yes, I am. Because it looked like you were talking to someone before. (sighs) Sorry, I'll stop. It's just... If... If you ever want to talk, we can. I know we aren't the closest of friends, but... I don't have a lot of close friends. (laughs) So if you need someone to talk to... You can talk to me. I wouldn't mind. Thanks, Roger. No pressure. I appreciate that. I'm just... I'm just not in the mood to talk about it right now. Okay, yeah. No problem. I hope I'm not coming off as rude. No, not at all. Let's let's talk about something else. Sure thing. Um, what did you think of Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> I smirked. It was good. Now, why don't we go get the girls? So here I am on a train with no pants. I have no idea what to do. Will you stop? No one wants to hear this part. It's the best part. Now remember, I'm with my company and the CEO is at the table waiting for me. It was the 80s too. Why do you have to mention that? They know we're old. Well, you mentioned smoking on a train. You can't do that anymore. We were sitting with the same passengers as before. Gerald was telling a story about how he lost his pants on a train during a business meeting, and the whole table was laughing. He was focused on eating and forcing a smile whenever Gerald or his wife Kim looked his way. What the hell did you do? Don't act interested. Oh, I'm not acting. I love embarrassing stories like these. Sounds like a sitcom. 
like something that would happen on King of Queens. <laughs> yeah. Miles and Heather sat across from Michelle and Roger. They seemed to enjoy Gerald's story just as much as everyone else. So I really had no idea what to do. This is before cell phones, so I know I'm completely screwed. So I'm trying to rack my brain. Do I just go out there and explain the situation? I mean, I lied to my boss about smoking. How do I explain my pants catching on fire? I kept catching pieces of Gerald's story. Something about him losing his pants on a train because he had to put out a small fire. And when he went to air dry them, they flew out the window. I said King of Queens, but this actually reminds me of that Friends episode. Where Chandler gets caught naked in the bathroom stall. I've seen that one. Sash, let him finish. What'd you do? What could I do? I hacked up my briefs, pulled my dress shirt over my face, and ran out the back of the train. Luckily for me, they were looking out the window. They later heard a story about a weird man running through the dining cart in his underwear, but had no idea it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing. I locked eyes with Shane. He smiled and finished the rest of his meal. Hey, if you don't want to go out tonight... I do. Okay. After dinner, we went back to the rooms to change, then made our way to Club Blue, spelled B-L-U. It was near the piano bar and didn't open until nine at night. Strobe lights and fog machines filled the room. Neon lights flickered above the bar. Damn, there are a lot more people here than I thought there'd be. You mean younger people? Well, what old fucks are gonna hit up a place like this? It's past their bedtime. Babe, what do you want? Roger was leaning on the bar, trying to signal the bartender. Vodka tonic. What do you want, Erica? I got it. No, it's on me. I'll just do a beer. The hell you will. Roger, two vodka tonics. Shane? What? What do you want to drink? Just a beer for me. Oh my god. Roger, three vodka tonics. Ugh, fucking pussy. Really? Yes, we're having fun tonight. Roger! I just ordered them! Get four shots of tequila, too. What? No, Michelle! Yes. That's a lot. I'm paying. Oh, yes, that's, that's right. Are you right to tell next in a blue moon? Are you fucking kidding me, Roger? Move. Michelle pushed Roger aside and leaned over the bar. We want four vodka tonics and four shots of tequila. You have a preference? No. Training wheels? Uh, yeah, sure. They'll need them. Babe, really? Michelle, the ship reaches Ketchikan early tomorrow. Like you were really gonna wake up before 10 anyway? I looked at Shane and shrugged. He rolled his eyes. A minute later, we were all taking a shot with a salt and lime. Michelle downed her drink fast and ordered another. We don't want to get drunk. Sure you do. Shane, you don't want to have a nightmare tonight. Get fucking wasted. She grabbed Roger's arm and pulled him to the dance floor. The room was pretty crowded now. I thought of this as a more laid-back cruise, but this place was a party. 
There had to be a hundred people here. I kept constantly checking in on Shane. How are you feeling? I'm okay. I could barely hear him over the music. I leaned in closer. Whenever you want to leave, we can. No, no, let's... let's have fun. He smiled and kissed me. He downed his drink, ordered another one, and downed that one. Oh man, time to drown his sorrows. Three drinks and another shot later, we were on the dance floor. Shane seemed to be loosening up. He held me close as we danced. We were crammed in between Michelle and Roger and a dozen other people. I was starting to sweat. We lost track of time, but that was okay. As long as Shane could let loose and forget about all the horrible things he was experiencing. He told me about his father and frankly it scared me. But now, he seemed free. We continued to dance and drink. We spun around to face him, grabbed his neck and pulled him close and kissed him. I love you! I love you too! The music picked up and I noticed Michelle and Roger weren't next to us anymore. We still danced. Hey, I'll be right back. Wait, where are you going? Don't worry, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to the bathroom. Okay, do you want another drink? Sure. Shane pushed his way through the crowd and I made my way to the bar. Excuse me, excuse me. Can I get two more of these? I put my empty glass on the bar. Couldn't remember what it was. Something with vodka. I spun around to see Michelle running up to me. She threw her arm around me. I just made out with this hot-ass chick, like, fucking gorgeous. What? Over there. See her? Look at that ass. Michelle pointed to a curvy girl with jet black hair and glasses. What about Roger? What about Roger? It's a fucking girl, not a Sheeran. He won't care? I don't know. I knew Michelle used to experiment and even dated a girl for like two weeks, a few years back. But I was surprised she was doing it here, especially with Roger around. Don't tell anyone. She's not bi. Meaning? No, no, no. She's here with her girlfriend. We met out in a dark corner, but that's it. No more. Even though, look at that ass. Jesus, Michelle. That's when I noticed Shane walking out the door. Hey, what's he doing? Who? I pointed to the front of the club. Ugh, oh great, acting weird again. He wasn't. I was about to charge after him when Roger jumped in front of me. Hey guys, we should go out soon. Why the fuck would we do that? They sounded the foghorn. What for? Um, fog? Those guys over there said it looks really cool outside. There's a thick fog rolling. My heart skipped a beat. What did you say? There's a thick fog outside. Someone said you could barely see your own hand in front of your face. The hair on the back of my neck stood. I pushed past Roger and ran out of the club. Right when I got outside, I saw the thick fog. It was unreal. I slowly walked along the deck. I didn't see anyone outside. Shane? Shane? Shane, are you out here? Shit! The horn startled me as I continued to slowly walk along the deck. Where was everyone? Shane! That's when I saw him. Standing in the middle of the deck, facing away from me. He slowly turned around, his eyes watery. 
we're in danger. Yazdazade, starring Ryan Wiggs as Shane, Ariel Zadok as Erica, Alexander Dottie as Roger, Ariel Hack as Michelle, Amy LeRae as Roland, Catabelle as Ray, co-starring Justin Anderson, Amber Simpson, Jabrina Cooper, Brett Wilkins, Anthony Grimm, and Robert M. Lamb. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Eldritch T'Challa of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for more audio dramas such as this one. has been a seven lamb production.